Hi, Sarah. Hey, Rada. How's it going today? Great. Welcome back on the show. <laughs> Yay. Always so excited to be here. Yes. And can you please give us a little bit of an astrological forecast about where we are as we've been through so many retrogrades and eclipses? So um, I, I love an update. Yes. All the things. Um, <laughs> a beautiful update, actually. Mercury just went direct yesterday, which is awesome. And on the same day, we had our third and final trine between Jupiter and Scorpio and Neptune and Pisces. So there was like this just kind of coming back online feeling where I don't know about you, but yesterday it was like, oh my gosh, I can feel and see the magic again around me. All the signs are coming back on, the synchronicity starting to come back in. Um, so Mercury going direct, we have like the first one coming back on, we can feel ourselves kind of coming out of these you know, inward journeys that we've been on. Next week, we have our the full moon, the Pisces full moon, which is going to be a culmination of the past six months of our growth. Um, so really cool to kind of look back and see where were you six months ago, which I'm guessing is a lot different considering that after this eclipse season, it seems like it's been six months in the last two. Um, <laughs> and then we have Mars go direct the following day. So next Monday. So this week, wow. the, the moon is waxing, which means that it is growing in its light. So it's our time of really gathering um all the feedback the understanding from the cycle before so we're starting to really see oh like there's a light turning on literally like lights are turning on we're seeing more um we're gathering the information we're really like taking it all in really seeing everything and then at the time of the full moon we'll see the big picture um a bigger picture than what we've been able to see and that's when we really start to edit and refine and and really like we've been talking like reintegrate all of these things that we've been doing and learning and living unbelievable it's been unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> amount of um downloads and integrations and um I feel like it's been like so many pieces like coming together but it hasn't really made sense and now <laughs> I mean today it just feels like a new dawn you know where where it's almost like I can see the pieces laid out and I'm like ah. Oh, okay, I got all my pieces, you know, now yeah. we're going to bring them together. And yeah, things definitely are starting to feel, it's kind of like coming out of the fog or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, um, it's like we were so zoomed in, you know, like in retrograde, mm -hmm. like really, this isn't like a learning. This is just as like a lived experience as a, as a human. Mm. I feel like I was just, I was, everything just seemed so up close and personal and big, you know, like the moments were just, it was intense emotionally. Like it really just hit every single point, um, in my own heart. And so now I'm like, Oh, okay. Like all these things that seem separate are kind mm -hmm. of coming together already. I'm like, wait, 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 there's, there's something way bigger underneath all of this. That's slowly starting to come through. It's almost like you can sense now that there was a veil, Whereas before mm -hmm. we were just in it, you know? So um, yeah, I think as this week goes on and especially in the next two, three weeks, this veil is going to be not only like we're going to be able to see that there was a veil, it's going to be lifted and we're going to have the opportunity to be just kind of completely mind blown, you know, and heart and heart totally expanded open and this healing integration portion of the cycle. Wow. Uh, that's just so beautiful. I mean, and you know, you mentioned Mars and my ears always perk up when Mars comes, 
comes into the subject. What does that mean when Mars goes direct? I like how you even say Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Well, Mars is one of the personal planets in the Zodiac and in the astrology. And so that means that we feel the energy of Mars very personally. It's the planet of drive, action, ego, um, work, passion, desire, and like what we do to go get it, you know? And so Mars being retrograde these past two months, it's really been a call to see like what gets in our way from following our deeper desires, what gets in the Mm. way from really standing up for ourselves. When do we, you know, come out of an ego assertion versus, you know, really standing up for ourselves and containing the anger versus just, you know, leaking it everywhere, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, coming back on, I think Mm. for me personally, I can see it's been really great in my personal life and my work life like where was I draining a lot of my energy and it's been like I've had to make so many edits as far as my energy goes and Mm. um you know those those emotions like anger and also just intense creative energy like sometimes that anger is just a need for some kind of like intense expression so Mm -hmm. it's going to come direct and then we're going to have all of those all of that energy that we've had to like really integrate and understand and come to terms with you know like really come face to face with those shadow aspects of ourselves of where we you know can kind of get just stuck in the ego and the, and the will and the drive to really force something and now we get to like get that energy back and put it into a way that is more aligned with our integrity and with our soul and and with the you know the understanding that like we're all in this together um there's been a lot of coming together this this cycle of mars retrograde and i know we talked about earlier, it's like, it came from initially falling apart, or like the illusion of falling apart is actually Mm -hmm. what's bringing us closer together. Wow. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, that's really what it is. And, um, you know, this, this retrograde, I know a lot of people have said it's really been like life changing for them, you know, and I'm sure it has to do with also the, the eclipses, you know, as the eclipses, just passed. Now eclipses, can you just give us a little bit of an understanding of how eclipses work like after the fact, right? That it, it, they can affect you for six months to a year after the fact. Yeah. Um, actually eclipses, most like moon cycles can affect us for about six months because mm-hmm. a new moon to a full moon, the culmination of that cycle is six months. Um, but eclipses actually have a much longer lasting impact and a deeper, deeper impact. So they, they shake us up because they're literally getting to the core or the foundation of our alignment with ourselves and what we came here to do. I think they call us out. And I, I felt like this at the beginning and I can stand by this feeling at the end of it and say that it's like a, it's like this faded, um, initiation and it's just forcing us into flow into mm-hmm. alignment and so the, the further out of alignment we were in mm-hmm. the more drastic the changes externally show up mm-hmm. as um, this eclipse season for me was a much different than any other eclipse season I've ever worked with because I was much more consciously co-creating with it so I didn't feel that like intense you know um, shake up that I that I normally mm-hmm. feel internal kind of dynamic but yeah, I think that we have completely been rerouted and everyone's had it in their own way. It could just be an invisible reroute. Like it could be a new reroute in your understanding and how you um, 
come into relationship with what you're, what you're doing, you know, like what you're feeling. Um, are we like better relating to the, those around us that maybe before we didn't really understand because we were stuck in a fixed mindset and a fixed expectation or viewpoint. Um, yeah, they like totally shook us up and now we're rerouted. We're in alignment and now it's coming to terms with what had to be let go. Like what Mm -hmm. changed now that we can see like what, what wasn't working is so, so, so clear. And this is where, this is the gold in the, in the transformation process. This is the alchemy Mm -hmm. where we get to make something um, beautiful out of the new understanding that we're gaining from it. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's absolutely gorgeous. Um, and that makes so much sense. You know, I, I, and I've seen, I I feel like for me, it was like an, it was observational because I feel like I've been watching, I've been doing so much of my own stuff that I've been seeing the people around me going through their stuff. Right. And then, um, but I, but having to choose, I guess, like how, how I'm going to react to that, you know? And then, um, there was definitely some upgrades that, that I noticed for me is just really choosing like my perspective. Um, you know, what lens do I want to put on to view this? Like we can see every situation and obstacle through different lenses. You know, we can view what people are, people are going through around us with different lenses, with compassion, with anger, with, um, with just being a sacred witness and then I think for me, it's been more of like, how do I, how do I react con- more consciously, you know, mm-hmm. to what other people are going through? So, um, yeah. And also I noticed, I don't know about you, but I noticed like some of the perceptions that I like the lens I was looking through these past few weeks, especially I was like, these are not even mine. Like I inherited mm-hmm. these unconsciously from like my own, my own family, my own, you know, origin and my mother. And I think I'm, there was a waking up for me too, about the generational lens that I just unconsciously looked through and having this window to change that. So I totally agree with the fact that like our perception is our power and it's coming to terms with ourselves and the parts of ourselves that don't want to reclaim that power. Like what, what do we think we win if we get to stay in that negative mindset or stay in that mm-hmm. place or victimized mm-hmm. place? You know? What do, yeah. Can you ask the question again? I think that was really important. Um, yeah. So what part of us, what does the part of us that wants to not <laughs> take the power of perception and choose seeing the better view? Um, mm-hmm. Like what does that part, quote unquote, win? What does that part mm. get to keep? What does it get to hold oh. on to? Um, what is it saving us from? Because everything within us, even our shadows, like they come from love and from mm-hmm. just a, you know, just a misunderstood, ill-informed intention is really what No, absolutely. Wow. That is, that's, I'm glad you said that question again. I had to hear it again because that, that was so valid and, um, and so relatable, you know, I think, I, yeah, I definitely saw opportunity where I got to see something and be like, um, am I going to see the worst in this situation or am I going to see the best? Like, what am I choosing to hold space for to show up? And, um, and then I looked at the old pattern of like, you know, 
expecting something to be bad right and so then um I was like well yeah that doesn't that doesn't seem necessary anymore you know like I that was my old lenses that were dirty and (laughs) fell in the mud a few times I can take those off and replace them with some clear or maybe some rose-colored glasses (laughs) you know to see things and I love I love like red lights like I have red lights in my bedroom I did I do and I have colored glasses actually I have um, color therapy glasses and each one has a different meaning and depends what mood I'm in if I want to if I want to see life in technicolor I have my yellow glasses if I want to be more chill and in my third eye I have my indigo glasses <laughs> yeah <laughs> you really literally can switch them out and I think it's a practice for us to do with our perspective and our perception and we have a choice we don't have to just fall victim to Having the same expectations, you know, um, be just because our perception or our lenses have been, you know, we've been seeing through them for so long that we have a certain loyalty to that point of view. Yeah. Like it's, it's okay for us to take our glasses down to the recycling center and dump them off and <laughs> put on a new pair, y'all. <laughs> I love that. The loyalty to our perspective. That is, that is so powerful. Um, and so true. And I think another thing that's really important that we take away from this, this cycle is not just the power of perception to like be positive, but to also counter that and balance it with discernment. Because I know that there was lessons on both sides of that coin for me and Mm -hmm. others where it's like, okay, yes, I can choose to see clearly and compassionately and to like, make a choice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's another part of it is like, it's still, it's still not, you can't just like put on the rose colored glass and be like, Oh yeah, everything's fine. I'm going to see the best in it. And then it becomes actually another form of denial and like mm-hmm. repressing ourselves from it again. So I don't know. I think that we've all been just really initiated in this capa- deeper capacity to hold space for ourselves. Mm. And in that process of waking up of really like seeing clearly, I mean, that can be really difficult and to have to see that, but then also to see how we respond to that, the, you know, the mm-hmm. habits and patterns of ignoring it or making a big deal out of it. It's like, no, we can just see it, take a moment and then choose to respond, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and for me, I think it's about just being able to, to try out, try on different colors. Like, I think we always have our go-to, our go-to. And um, you can see clearly and still want a little bit of a tint in your glasses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I always like to spice things up, so. <laughs> That's just my style. That's just that fancy I- style. <laughs> um, and as far as, you know, where our energy is going, you know, we are almost at the end of August, you know, like, what what do you, what do you feel like astrologically is next for us? Um, I still feel like what we said in the beginning of August is still very true. Like we're coming out of the retrograde and eclipse charge and intensity. And the, the beginning of August, we were like, okay, this is all about the work of manifestation where you work on your alignment, you work on your energy, you work on Mm -hmm. perception, you work on trusting and like keeping your head down. And so now it's like, it's not as 
challenging. Like it's not in your face challenging. Like it has been the previous weeks and months. Um, like we're getting a little bit lighting, lightning of our loads, I guess you could call it, but that's almost (laughs) where the test really comes in on the internal portion of how we work with it. Because it's like not getting complacent, not falling back into like, Oh, you know, like, don't look for problems now that Mm -hmm. there's not a challenge. Can you just like really receive the, the ease that's coming in? And I think that that's just as important, like feeling the difficult, being present for the difficult situations in a way that you can still remain aligned um, with yourself and with your, you know, your intentions. That's really important, but it's equally as important to not be in the face of a problem and be able to really stay in your joy and still mm-hmm. hold that integrity and space for other people. Like, um, yeah, I think it's just the other side of that coin because I think still at the end of this month, come September, I'm just like, I think we're all going to look back and say, oh my God, I had no idea so much good. could co- Like things are just going to blow our minds because there's we're like being just broken down and expanded so that we can hold mm-hmm. what's coming in. And I think another thing that's really important in these last few weeks of this month is, um, and into September is like, don't preemptively fill your basket. Like don't preemptively fill the space that's starting to open up in your life. Um, mm-hmm. out of, even if it's out of excitement, like really use your, use your tap into your wisdom, into your stillness, into your simplicity and your patience. Mm-hmm. And like, just let like you, if you're going to go for something, um, you might be going for the wrong thing. Like, I really feel like whatever's meant to come is coming and it's a test to like, trust that and stay open, mm-hmm. you know, like well, let yeah. it come. <sighs> It's interesting that you said, like, stay open. That's been a theme that started, um, well, for me personally, it was, like, it was, like, the beginning of last week, you know, that um, I I was working through, like, the theme of staying open, you know, th- staying mm-hmm. open to receiving, um, you know, where, where like, blessings are and, and beautiful things. Like, I mean, I, I'm open, but, like, it was just, like, there's more to open to. There's mm-hmm. more than, like we're used to sometimes drinking a half glass of water and we should be drinking a full. So staying open to, to allowing our, um, allowing more. And I think, uh, and it's like even more joy, more ecstasy, um, more pleasure, you know, and like recalibrating even like the nervous system. Like we, I believe our nervous system is going through some major upgrades. And, and one of the things is like, I made a request, like I want to, recalibrate my system to receive more joy and more mm-hmm. pleasure and things that like where I'd feel like great joy and pleasure but it would last you know just a little like a certain amount of time um practicing the act of holding that more in my system longer mm-hmm. and having permission like permission to feel more joy and it sounds like almost like what that sounds ridiculous but but it's how tricky. often do we let ourselves really feel it and then hold on to the feeling without all of a sudden having to turn to something like negative, right? Exactly. No, I mean, I think that you nailed it on the head. That's exactly what I am seeing. And that's, and like, that's, that is a test. Like that is another challenge. And I think that that's something that is totally being called upon right now. And I can see it in myself when I, go through something and it's like everything's so great like really if I pause and look around I'm like there's literally Mm -hmm. nothing wrong 
but my mm-hmm. mind will search for for something just because that is the familiar that's the work of the mind is to create what seems safe and familiar mm-hmm. and if it's new because it's so great and it's so exciting and feels so good like the mind might perceive it as uncomfortable when really it's just unfamiliar and so we really have to stay like like you said practicing and one thing I'm really 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 tapping into for myself is my practice of self-care really Mm -hmm. tuning in like maybe what was working for me even two weeks ago is changing now like Mm -hmm. what what is really going to help me to hold space and keep the capacity open like you said the recalibration um, in my favor of, of expanding for all that joy, because it's like, we have to be there for ourselves through this. We have to ease ourselves into it and not, you know, like want to just force it open, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. like rest a lot, you know, drink, like you said, drink a lot of water in, in this integration phase and whatever, whatever helps you see that you have permission to feel good. Like, what do you do that just gives you that internal dialogue and feedback that says, yeah, like, I am worth this moment of feeling really good for no effing reason other than the Mm -hmm. fact that I deserve to feel good, you know? Mm. Wow. You know, it's a beautiful reminder. It's great to talk about and and just to bring bring it to our consciousness that, yes, you have permission to feel good. And our mind is just like a computer. You know, we've said it, I think, you know, for many reasons to always look for the next problem. But what if we set it to look for like the blessings or the, or the joy or the pleasure? Um, you know, we are, we are the programmers of ourself too. We are, we are co-creating our experience. So although we may have some programs running from lineage or past lives or different things like that, or society, you know, we are the ones who ultimately gets to choose which programs stay and which programs go. So just you know even to say to yourself like i'm choosing to i'm choosing to see where more joy is today just for today and then you just ask your mind to look for joy and the mind is like a computer it's like you know it's gonna look for that Mm. um and it's just a practice because that's how we we create neurons and so many times like we've become very addicted to pain you know and so um there's a lot of neurons that go to, to pain uh, so it's not about like making that wrong or anything like that, but, but just finding or, and creating new, new patterns intentionally. Yeah, definitely. And I think a big part of it too, is as we're all waking up to this, you know, energetic reality that we're talking about and this really empowered reality, like we create our, we are creators and we're just, that's becoming such a normal understanding more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And Another part of that is also creating the sensation within so that it will always be mirrored and without, you know, like around you. And it's like not waiting for the experience to bring you joy, mm-hmm. but like cultivating joy in your self-care practice and your daily practice in your life. How do you infuse the intention of, you know, having more loving, joyful, um, just like integrated experiences with everyone harmonious experiences how do you how do you cultivate that feeling within yourself before you even step outside your door mm-hmm. wow I mean these are great questions and I think sometimes it's just important to leave the questions right there without 
having to answer them because our listeners are so intelligent. They're so tuned in and like, you guys know what's up. That's why you're listening. You know? <laughs> you're on the frequency wave. So um, I just love that. I love, I love everything you said. And, and, you know, thanks for the insight about the retrogrades and like how everything's been building to help us. You know, we all need that reminder sometimes, especially when, when like we feel so much energetic stuff coming, it can be confusing. And um, it's just important to be reminded like, hey, just a reminder, like it's all working in your favor. Every breakdown can lead to a breakthrough that was even better than you ever imagined. So hold space for that. And um, with, a, with a waxing moon, can you just tell us like, you know, how we should use that energy, the waxing moon in Sagittarius. Yeah, it's it's finishing up its time in Sagittarius today, and we'll move into Capricorn um, later tonight and tomorrow. And the waxing phase is really, I mean, like, as I was saying, the light's growing. We're coming towards a full moon. So it's more of a coming out. It's more of an action-oriented phase of the moon. Um, it's much more about really showing up in new ways. Like, this is a great time to to like really apply something, not just like to see and understand something, but then how can you take action on it? You know, how can you step forward and, um, and, and like really expand, not just the internal understanding, but how can you show up for it? How can you take, and it can be a small action, you know, like maybe it's like, okay, now I'm ready to start this new daily practice of self-care that I've, I've been putting off. And like, now's a really great time to test the waters, to, do something you've maybe been waiting to want mm-hmm. to do. Um, I think it's a really good time for that. And just, yeah, I think just like giving ourselves the opportunity to like, just test it out, like try, mm-hmm. you know, try different things on, um, you know, just applying, I think like you said, asking ourselves these questions. Everyone is, is their own greatest teacher Um, you are your own guru guru, so Mm -hmm. time to hang out with yourself and get that wisdom yes you can can apply it oh what a beautiful opportunity (laughs) y'all yeah it's 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 exciting like there's nothing better than trying it out (laughs) it's leading up and culminating to this moment people where you get to prove to yourself (laughs) or experiment with yourself. And that's the fun of life. You know, I consider myself a scientist and um, I just try things out, see what works, see what doesn't work. Uh, You know, that's, that's what scientists do. They test things over and over again and see the different outcomes and then decide what, what's you know, what has good alchemy, what's going to create something or uncreate something. Um, so we are the scientists of our life and, um, and it's an exciting thing to be. And I thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on and sharing your great wisdom, knowledge and astrological forecast. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with our friends that are listening? Um, well, thank you so much for having me. I always have so much fun talking to you and, um, yeah, I think just overall, I, the, the message I've been getting really clearly from my guides and just looking at the stars is that, you know, there's like some sort of beautiful masterpiece, like some puzzle really coming into place and coming together. And I really just encourage everybody to trust that and to remember that this is a friendly universe and that everything is working out. And if you aren't quite ready to see it yet, 
trust that you will and your work isn't just relaxing and creating that space for your heart and your mind to soften and so that you can see it because I think it's revealing itself day by day sometimes it's like hour to hour it's shifting really Mm -hmm. fast Mm -hmm. just stay open to seeing it um I think there's so much beauty and magic happening right now use it use it use it yes (laughs) I couldn't agree with you more it's so true and we were laughing earlier guys because we were gonna do the podcast on Friday but so much has changed between (laughs) Friday and Monday like like a night and day so much transformation integration that we just read it you know we did what we we're going to talk about um but that's the beauty of it is that things can change so fast and so fast in your favor mm-hmm. so keep holding on to what is positive for you and know that um as Sarah said, the universe is working in your favor. Also, we got your back. If you guys have any questions you'd like to submit to the show for us to answer, go ahead and shoot us a message. You can do so on the podcast or email me at goddesscodeacademy at gmail.com. You know, we love to answer your questions um, and just stay connected. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, stay blessed. Thank <laughs> you.